Hey guys, this is Luke of the Dude Brothers. Just wanted to do a quick intro because we have a special episode today. Um, we have an interview, the first interview ever for us with um, a really cool dude. Uh, we have Charlie Lyon, uh, the pool goalkeeper, uh, who filled in for our, the union back in May. Um, yeah, really excited about this. Really excited that Charlie was able to make time to uh, talk to us. Uh, really cool dude. And I just want a quick shout out to Mount Ralph, uh, brother of the game, our boss, for setting this one up. With the Timbers organization, um, I know Charlie has a busy schedule. He's getting ready for a game in Phoenix this weekend. Um, I know AJ is on vacation right now, so I'm just really excited that everyone had the, uh, made some time for this one because it was really fun to do. Um, so, yeah, after the intro, intro music, we'll jump right into the episode, and then we'll be back next week with our regular, you know, typical AJ and Luke episode of uh, Doobie Brothers. So, yeah, enjoy Brothers podcast. This is AJ and Luke. We're doing a special interview this week. We have an opportunity to talk to a guy in the MLS who has one of the jobs that I find most fascinating. We'll be talking to MLS pool keeper Charlie Leon, who joined the union in May to help fill a void that was left by Andre Bleak and Matt Freeze both going down to uh, injury. So, hey, Luke. Hey, Charlie. Hey, AJ, Luke. Thank you uh, for having me on. Um, so, so first of all, Charlie, if you could just give us a brief rundown of your soccer history, how you got into the game, where you grew up, and stuff like that, that'd be awesome to learn. Sure. So I grew up uh, in a suburb of Chicago, about 40 miles west of the city. Um, grew up playing uh, soccer, really, from kindergarten on, and uh, played baseball a little bit, but soccer was really kind of my first love, and... I I knew very early on that that I I wanted to be a pro um and that was that was kind of the goal of uh, of the whole uh journey um so grew up playing um local club and then eventually uh as the academy system started I was um part of the first year of Chicago Fire's academy and uh, that was a great experience um it was really cool to to see the U.S. start to implement that and, and a, a building a pathway for young players to first teams. So um, after that, I, I uh, played um, four and a half years at um, Marquette University. I was a medical redshirt first year um, and then um, played after that um, and ha- had a, a good run in college and I was able to get some uh, momentum heading into uh heading into my career after so i i um then uh was drafted late in the draft by seattle and went out on trial and and earned a contract and spent two years there um and then after being released uh by seattle i ended up in orange county um and had a good season and then moved on to lafc last year and then um this year uh didn't have any you know any opportunities or wasn't wasn't uh, any movement where um people were were coaches or other staffs or teams were interested in in me they they were happy with their choices and so the season started and didn't didn't have a team um and then ended up uh you know just through happenstance and some fortunate circumstances 
for myself, there were a couple of injuries here in Portland and um, that afforded me the opportunity to, to move into the uh, goalkeeper pool position um, when they applied for that. That's awesome. Um, so before we move into that, so you did have some familiarity with Talon Energy Stadium, from my understanding. You won a Big East championship yeah. there, is that right? Yeah, where I did. does that rank yeah. in your... Where's that kind of rank in your soccer history as far as cool moments for you? Oh, it's it's one of one of my best memories, um, especially from college. That was uh that was pretty special. It was a lot of fun to be coming back to the uh to to the stadium and uh to kind of relive that a little bit. Um it was it was uh it's still one of the top memories, um, I would say for my for my whole career for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thanks. So, uh, I'm, sorry. I'm, go ahead, Luke. Uh, so, so being a pool goalkeeper, how do you how do you become a pool goalkeeper? And uh, that's something you just kind of threw into your um, I don't know resume, or is something that uh, just just yeah? So how did how do you become a pool goalkeeper? Yeah, so it's uh, it's not a particularly common. Um, contract opportunity for most professional players, let alone, um, you know, in, in the MLS seeing as it's only for goalkeepers. Um, and it's, it's not as commonly used uh, now with a lot of the teams having affiliates and, um, you know, some more uh, goalkeepers in the ranks there as well. But uh, so really it, it wasn't, uh, you know, a, a team has to petition and apply to host uh, to host me, you know, through or to host a pool player in general. They have to mm-hmm. um, show that there's reason to have another player that's not on your roster, you know, that's not ca- not counting against your salary cap that you're going to have um, at, uh, under your, you know, under their um, supervision, I guess. And yeah, uh, yeah. so it was just through the the medical, you know, necessity that that Portland was able to apply um and you go you know so looking at that you say well how how often does that actually happen and then next next thing you know I'm in Philadelphia getting to be on the bench for a game a couple of days later you know it's it's it has been a uh, a little bit more i guess a little bit more useful so far this year than than even I had pictured right that's awesome. yeah that's crazy so, so do you get a call like does the league call you up? Did Philly call you up? And then kind of what were your thoughts when you heard that Philly Philly was going to be a destination for you? Yeah, I was, um, I was just at home, uh, you know, going about my normal business. I think we were just, my wife and I had just finished having dinner and I, I got a text from my agent and he goes, Hey, just be on standby, uh, to travel to Philly tomorrow. Um, they've had some injuries and they're trying to, to make a decision. And then within a, a couple hours of that text, I um, got a, a text from, I believe it might've been either Chris Albright or Dan Nolan, one of the team liaisons. And uh, we were setting up flights that night and um, I was on a flight the next morning and, uh, you know, didn't really even know how long I was going to be in Philly, you know, just kind of with the injuries being so, fresh at the time um so yeah just kind of packed up and was headed out and ready for an adventure oh that's 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 crazy that's pretty wild to hear um, yeah. 
And so I'm a married guy as well. Does your uh, gonna be, did your wife care? Does she come out with you? Does she kind of let you just go and say, I'll see you in a couple months or a month? Like, how, how does yeah, that no, work she, with she, your family? She was great. Um, very supportive. She knows that, um, I mean, this is, this certainly comes with the opportunity to be here in Portland, you know, and, and, um, with, with as much as, uh, you know, we've, we've enjoyed it here. We, we both know that I could be, you know, called in at a moment's notice and, you know, certainly she doesn't want to spend any more time apart than we need to, but, um, you know, she understands and, uh, she didn't join me in Philly this time. Uh, I think maybe if it was a longer trip, we would have arranged, um, uh, a chance for her to come visit. Um, but it, once I got there and kind of got a feel for it, we, it seemed like it wasn't going to be, um, you know, months and months and months. So, uh, she was just, uh, she was happily, uh, waiting, um, for, for my return. Gotcha. That's awesome. So do you keep an eye on like injury reports? Like, did you see when, when Blake went down, you thought that maybe Philly was a, was a possible destination or how do you approach that? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the MLS app, I, you know, hop on that and see um, news and scores and standings and updates. And um, so, yeah, I, I think that anytime, you know, an injury of a goalkeeper pops up, um, you know, it, it, it monitor, you know, it registers on my radar, but, uh, you know, you, you know that the teams often will have two more that are ready to go, speaking, you know, in goalkeepers and, you know, possibly even a third if they carry four. Um, so, you know, you see one injury and you just kind of keep it in the back of your mind knowing that maybe that's an op- opportunity. But um, I, I didn't think too much of it. And then, you know, then, the you know, seeing the second injury, that's when you're like, okay, yeah, I might might actually be needed here. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, you came to Philly at kind of a – I mean, we're having a great season, our best best ever at this point. So, when you came in, what was – I guess, what was the locker room like? Because we had – we're on a hot run, but we're also facing some big injuries. So, can you speak a little bit about, like, walking into this locker room, how it was feeling, what it was like, maybe even how Bedoya yeah. was as the captain? Yeah, certainly. Um, well, I've I've been in – a handful of locker rooms throughout throughout my time from from being in um, in high school and training with the fire and and the sounders and the crew and then back in Seattle and I've uh, been in camp with Minnesota and Toronto and um, LAFC and I was in Orange County so I've I've been in a lot of locker rooms and I can I really can say that um, that the chemistry and the vibe was was really good walking into um the locker room in philly um the guys were all super welcoming um kind of just brought me into the fold right away included me because every club every locker room every um training ground kind of has different rules and ways that people operate and do things and everyone was really um accommodating and uh you know all the guys were were really friendly uh, Honestly, not not just because this is a a, a podcast for for Philly supporters, <laughs> but um, a lot of really really good guys in that locker room. Um, Ale was great. You know, he's he's got a good presence in the locker room, and I mean, you got a lot of um, experienced veteran, talented players, and and some you know young talent as well. And so I think it's a good mix. Nice. 
Did you get a chance to get close with any particular players, or was there a lot of just goalkeeper training? Were there any guys who kind of stuck out to you? Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, like everybody that I I talked to was it was great. I I think I'd had some um, more conversations with Ray Gaddis. Um, he's a he's a class act, and he he uh, um, spent some time with me. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, talking with Fafa or. Um, uh, also was able to reminisce a little bit with Andre uh, Blake because we had played against each other in college. Um, oh, yeah. So it was uh, he he had uh, one of the best games I'd ever seen a goalkeeper have in in uh, in college against us. Um, he was at UConn and I was at Marquette, so we were reminiscing and um, yeah, it was it was it was good to make connections. It's kind of a small world um, at that point. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I get goosebumps hearing how nice everyone was. And I also should have guessed that Ray Gaddis would be the guy who you, you kind of call out first because he was just the opening He's the nice, nicest guy. guy in the league. Yeah, oh, he is. He's a great guy. I mean, I, I was locker. I had my locker right next to um, Aurelian. He was very welcoming. I mean, he on the first day, he said, you need anything? Talk to me. You know, and, and he's a veteran and, and he's he uh, he doesn't he doesn't have to do that. Right. Like he can, he can show up and do his own thing, but you know, he was looking out for me and the team. And um, I mean, Warren and Jack, Jack Elliott gave me a ride to training one day. And um, so, yeah, all around a, a good group of, of individuals. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, so, so coming from, from Portland and uh, time in Seattle, I feel like you've seen some pretty great game day. How does that compare to Philly? And and what was what do you what would maybe be your your favorite uh, game day experience? Um, yeah, I've seen I've especially been able to be on the bench for some games and getting to experience other places. Um, I like the uh, the the sons of Ben and the supporter section. Um, I got some some calls out from uh, from them as I I got there, so certainly a warm welcome. Um, you know, I think always. Uh, the the goal is to have a uh, uh, pack stands and be a sold out crowd um and uh so for for that you know some of my favorite experiences were last year with LAFC but you know that's that's the first year franchise and um but it, you know it's, it's hard to beat also an atmosphere like um uh you know Seattle Portland um so i mean both now now having seen both clubs it's hard to uh it's really hard to choose each each venue has a bunch of different things to offer i mean look at atlanta um so it's uh it's exciting to see what um you know the mls has to offer and and uh you know i i was i never um had experience a game day in um philly before and so to catch catch it at the time um that i did Especially, you know, on the night that I did with a six-one win, um, yeah, right. it was a pretty special atmosphere to to walk into. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we've been having a, we've been having like a great season, but we we kind of felt like once you came in, it like it was like you were like our good luck charm. We had this like crazy run with all these goals, so it was cool that you got yeah, to see some of that. It, immediately, the joke started uh, that that <laughs> I was that I wasn't allowed to leave. <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> That if if we keep winning game six one, it looks like I'm staying the rest the rest of the year. So, um, but no, it was it was a good time to be there. Um, and I know every every season has ups and downs. And um, you know, I, I obviously I wasn't there when the when 
there was any kind of difficulty. Um, but, you know, I, I certainly, after seeing the character and the quality of those guys, I know that they would handle a difficult time in the season well. And, uh, you know, I think it would be a good locker room to be in at, at any time. Nice. That's awesome. Um, so here's one outside of MLS. If, if you could travel, and maybe you have, uh, if you could travel anywhere in the world to experience another team's, stadium on game day or kind of game day atmosphere where would you want to go see or experience yeah uh i i did have the pleasure of in in high school going to a manchester united game at old trafford and that was pretty special so having the premier league from like an, an early age kind of imprinted um that uh you know, I, I would always want to go back to the Premier League and see a game, um, see another game there. But also, uh, LAFC, a little bit of a, an affiliation and or connection with um, uh, Dortmund, who we had a friendly against last year. Um, I would love to go see um, a home game at, at uh, Dortmund and to see their their supporter section. Yeah, to be up on their wall would be amazing. Um... So is, are either of those teams your, your favorite non-MLS team, or do you have a team in England or Europe who you root for? Yeah, ever ever since that trip, I had been um, following uh, uh, Manchester United. Um, not as not as much as I would like to recently. As, as you guys know, life gets busy, and you're trying to, yeah. let alone, I've got, you know, the Timbers first team and second team here, but a few other teams that I'm I'm eligible for them. It's kind of trying to keep a, a track of here. Oh, well, it's probably probably good you're not watching Man Man United too closely recently. From uh, especially I'm an Arsenal supporter and Luke's Liverpool, so he's kind of got that over both of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it hasn't been uh, it hasn't been quite the same as when I started supporting. No, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Right. So being that you've well, been, about, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna turn. I was just gonna turn that around. Is there a um? Is would you say the same for you? Uh, would you guys want to go see uh, games at, or maybe you have? Um, would you guys want to go over there and see games there, or um, as supporters, is there are there other um other cultures and atmospheres that you would that you'd like to to experience? So Portland is actually way up there for us. It seems like an incredible stadium and uh, atmosphere there. And uh, LAFC yeah. is like actually climbing up too from what we've what we've seen. Uh, just just yeah. inside MLS. Yeah, it's it's um, having seen both of those on game days. I, any chance that you get to to um, to see a game there, they're they're very they're very special, uh, especially with the addition at uh, Providence Park. Um, they just added, right. I think it was four or five thousand seats, but it's like this vertical wall that just like looms over the field right when you're you're walking out from the locker room. So um, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, there's a lot of a lot of really great culture um, at both of those uh, at both of those uh, venues. So um, highly, I would highly recommend it. Yeah, and I'd have to agree with Luke, and then I'd also have to add, like, kind of, well, I guess, agree with you. Dortmund is definitely on that list of places to check out, and then I like to see uh, Arsenal where they play, and any EPL, and any EPL atmosphere. I'd like to check out. Yeah, uh, yeah, it. 
I'm I'm hoping to get back over to uh, to England at some point. That would be uh, that'd be pretty special. Does your does your wife follow the game? Is that something that you guys could do together? Yeah, so um, she uh, she played in college as well. That's where we met. She was on the women's team at Marquette, and uh, so she's always been a, a Tottenham supporter, and so um, she's enjoyed that recently. And um, yeah. although uh, didn't quite end up quite where they wanted this year, but um, <laughs> but then we've also had a good time. I mean, being in the league now, this is my fifth year, so have a lot of friends playing all over the country now, and. Um, both in the MLS and USL, so um, I think that's that draws a little bit more of our attention as well as is paying attention to where you know where our friends are at and what they're doing and um, getting to follow along in that way. That's awesome. Uh, so I read something about you have a nice collection of jerseys. Can you tell us a little bit about your jersey collection? When did it start? How big is it? What's your favorite? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I, I saved. Uh, I started right from the beginning. I've I've got um, uh, my my Sounders jersey. Uh, I've always been a sucker for. I've always liked wearing all black as a goalkeeper. So anytime that we got uh, black jerseys, I hung onto those. Um, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I have my my S two jerseys that I, you know, I played in for games. And there's a special um, MLS Cup. Uh, jersey with the they they do the the script in the middle uh, the commemorating the date and everything and mm-hmm. um, so th- that's that's certainly a special memory to have been a part of of that group um, for Seattle in 2016. Um, but you know I, I was proud to be a part of uh, um, all the teams I've been on Orange County and um, and uh, especially being a part of the inaugural season of, of LAFC and. Um, you know, now, uh, you know, it's, it's funny to be donning the, uh, Portland, um, colors after having started in Seattle, but, um, the, the people who have followed me since Seattle, they, they certainly understand, they, they hate to see it, but they, they certainly understand that this is sometimes where the game takes us. And, um, but a, a very special addition to my collection has been the, um, the Philadelphia, uh, jersey i i was it was on my last day i just you know mentioned it to the equipment manager it was like hey you know can i grab my jerseys before i leave not thinking much of it um and next thing I, I know as i'm walking out they've they were already thinking ahead of me and they had all the guys sign um my jersey uh so i have a a, a number 13 lion philadelphia union jersey um with everybody's signature on so that's that's certainly a, a special one to me that's awesome. That was, that was really so cool. cool. Um, so you know, doing pretty well. They're in first place right now. Uh, are you are you kind of rooting for them now to win MLS Cup so you can get a ring? Is that <laughs> on your mind at all? I, I, you know, it's funny. One of my one of my teammates here in Portland asked if if I would get a ring, and um, you know, I don't know. I I wonder if they would include me. I I think I played such a small contribution. Um, but, uh, you know, I certainly, uh, you know, I'm following them. Um, I'm following, uh, especially it's, it's nice to have a team in the, the East that, that you can root for. But, you know, I have, I have friends all over, and so it's hard to, to choose a team. You know, I just want to see my, uh, my friends and, and any of the people that, um, you know, the, that I, you know, had a good experience with. I just, you know, I want to see everybody do well, and that's hard in the competitive realm. So 
I guess I guess if you're gonna pin me down and say say something, yeah, you know, I hope I hope the guys in Philly are doing do well and, and continue this great season, you know, but you know, I'm I have a lot of good relationships with the guys here in in Portland and, you know, I support I support them and um, you know, a lot of uh, good friends still on LAFC, so it's hard. It's hard. You feel like you you want everybody to to do well um, because right. you know what it's like to be in their position. But you know, but at the same time, it's got to be somebody. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty cool. So, do you have any uh, like plans or whenever you decide to uh, retire from soccer, or any like outside hobbies or interests that you uh, might take up? Yeah. So this is that's kind of the the million dollar question I've been trying to figure out as well, especially this year, having had started the, the, the season without a team, you know, it really made me start to confront that as, as, uh, you know, leaving LA and waiting to see what opportunities came up. I was on trial with Toronto, um, and they ended up, uh, signing, uh, uh, Westberg, which has been a great signing for them. And, um, mm -hmm. and he's been a good addition to their team. So, um, once I started the year without a, a team and it didn't work out in Toronto, I was, you know, it really started that thought process. And, and I have thought about it before. I know how quickly it can change. Um, you know, one day you're playing and next day you're looking at the end of your career. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I, I have a degree in biomedical sciences. I was looking at going to medical school. Um, I've been, I like to read a lot in my, my spare time and trying to keep learning and see what else is out there. And so I've been through my experience as an athlete and, um, in general, just a human been really interested in, uh, psychology. And so maybe there's a, a path forward there. Um, I don't know. I, I like the idea of, of helping, uh, people in some capacity, but, um, we'll see where that leads. Nice. That's cool. Well, hopefully it, uh, your soccer career isn't, isn't any, any, anytime short, soon and uh, you get uh, more chances to play. But uh, I, I don't have any more Certainly. questions. AJ, AJ, do you have any more questions? No. I, I mean, I just got to say, I got I'm so uh, envious of you, Admiral. Uh, I admire you a lot. I mean, I feel like your mental strength coming in everyday training, not really knowing where you're going. Obviously, a super smart guy. Uh, I've been a fan of yours ever since you, you joined the union and um, yeah. I, it's just been, uh, I'm just so thankful we got a chance to talk to you. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I'm very impressed with you as a, as a person player and, and everything you're doing. Um, well, my pleasure. I'm, I'm uh, grateful that you, that you reached out and I'm glad that we were able to connect. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing how soccer can, bring so many people from all over the world and different walks of life and different circumstances together. And, um, that's been one of the cool things about my journey is you walk into a locker room and maybe not every, not everyone's going to speak the same language, but we all, we all do in one sense when we're out on the field together. And, um, so it's cool to see it bringing people together from all around the world. And, um, you know, for me, this experience, I've just seen that it's all about, you know, we have a choice. It's it's about our perspective. And I could be bummed every day I walk in to training because I don't know or, you know, it's not my number being selected. But um, I could also be doing something else and, and not be playing right now. And so I'm going to be, you know, grateful for the time that I do have. And um, I'm just glad that I get to share it with uh, 
with a lot of really amazing people. And so um, thank you for giving me a platform to do so. Yeah, definitely, man. Awesome. Definitely. Um, yeah, thank you so much, Charlie. Yeah, that's all for us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Charlie Lyon, uh, MLS pool keeper, uh, Philadelphia Union Hall of Fame, I'm sure. We appreciate him coming on, sharing his experiences in the soccer world, sharing his experiences with the union with us. And Charlie, we wish you good luck this weekend against Phoenix. Hopefully you can pick up a W with uh, Timbers too. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate it. And... Uh... Uh, all the best to you and the entire union um, organization as the, the season continues to move on. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, Thanks man. Charlie. Good chatting with you. Absolutely. Take care.